community. I know, pretty girl, this one may be a tough one for you, depending on what you're going through right now. We were never meant to do this on our own, and community can change so much about how we move forward with faith. But I do know that community is important, and how we find it, that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm Shelby Hosfield, coach, artist, writer, and follower of Jesus. I spent years turning my back on him after leaving the church, but he never gives up on us. Dear beautiful girl, here we are finding the truth we never had, identity in who God truly says we are, and genuine faith after leaving the church. We are answering tough questions, diving into Bible truths, discovering how to live in faith in a way that overflows our hearts with joy, and listening to gorgeous transformation stories from real world gals. This is the Sunday School you wish you'd had. You are listening to the Finding Faith Above podcast. my mailbox on the way home the other day amidst all the junk mail and offers for new pillow windows and grocery store ads was a small envelope that fell out and it was addressed to me personally now I don't know about you but I find actual snail mail super exciting how often do we get actual letters these days it was a simple note from a woman in my dad's church that I grew up in she was introducing herself and asking if I would want to go to lunch sometime I was very skeptical Was this like a missionary ploy? What was happening here? I didn't quite know. And then I had a big decision to make. Do I brush this off and forget about it? Don't answer, just leave it alone. Do I text her and tell her to leave me alone? Because she did leave her number and she told me specifically, text me sometime. Do I text her and just tell her to leave me alone? I will never be interested in ever returning to your church, so go away, thank you very much. Or... Do I go to dinner with her? So I had to sit on this for a little bit. What would God want me to do? If I am living his purpose, which I believe to be to know God and to make him known, if I am living in that purpose, then I would use this opportunity to get to know this person. God made this person just as he made me. He loves her. He wants to get to know her just as he does all souls on this earth. He loves every one of them and is waiting for each of them. So what do I do? I actually did go to coffee with her. Well, I got coffee. (laughs) Obviously, uh, her being LDS, she did not. Um, But it was a great conversation. And we sat there for a long time and talked for a long time. And did you know what I found out? More than anything else while talking to Miss Beautiful Ellen, She really was just a bit lonely and looking for someone to talk to. She had moved here. She didn't know a whole lot of people. And she honestly was just wanting to talk to someone. She had joined the church many years ago uh, because she loved the people. And I get that. In her community, community is huge in that church. I mean, it really is. And she, she really wanted that community from the beginning. And that's the big reason why she joined. I think we're all looking for community, though. Ellen's not alone. I do believe that this is one of the most complex parts of leaving the church, which is community. I had left the church when I was 18. I'm not a super extroverted person, despite what many people might believe, and for years I longed for that community. I really longed for something to be a part of. It's human nature, really. Miss Ellen, you, me, we all need people in some capacity. 
even if we are introverts and a hot bath and a good book went out over a cocktail hour with a bunch of people eh, 90% of the time. But if I have learned anything over the years of walking side by side with Jesus, he wants us to have community. By listening every time he has nudged me towards community, even when I really didn't want to, I can't even tell you how much my faith has exponentially grown. And he has shown me that I am not alone. Not only do we have him, but we also can share with everyone around us with that. If you haven't listened to my faith journey, you can go back to episode one and hear it all. But I went through some hard stuff, you could say, with my daughter this last year. I had that moment of surrender on my knees, praying to God for help. He told me it would be okay. But he also told me I needed to call someone. Someone very unexpected. He told me to call a childhood friend of mine. This was not someone who I ever intended on calling again. We had been inseparable until about the eighth grade where our families had been had a bit of a falling out. We had had nothing to do with each other, like nothing since then. I had heard through the grapevine that she had ran a homeschool program, and maybe I can say that was in the back of my mind, but to this day, the fact that God told me, call Vanessa, still boggles my mind. All I can say is this friend in Jesus was the exact person I needed to call. Just as with my letter from Ellen, Vanessa had a choice. She could have dismissed me. She could have dismissed my message. Just as easily as an old pair of shoes, she could have just said, I'm not doing this. But she didn't. And because of her willingness to listen, share a coffee with me, and be a friend in Jesus to me, my entire faith grew off the charts community. It just takes a pinch of kindness, really. Pretty girl, I know you left a strong community. Maybe it was great, and you're mourning it, because it will never be the same now that you left. And in certain parts of the country, I can completely understand that. But perhaps it never you never felt accepted there either, and you struggled to fit in. Maybe you are lonely right now. Perhaps you are okay with your friends but they are not bringing you to God. There's a whole bunch of different things that could be going on with the community that you currently have around you. My friend, God tells us in his word, therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. That's in 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Today, I'm gonna give you three things to do to start building a community that will help you grow your faith. Because there's a difference between having a community and having a community that actually fosters and helps you grow your faith. They say you're a product of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's a question for you. Are the people that you are spending the most time with helping you to find that relationship with Jesus? Helping you to find faith? So, number one, listen to where God is leading you. Is there someone close to Jesus right now that is accessible to you? ask them to coffee. Make that call. And again, they have a choice, so you can't get hurt about it if they don't want to move forward right now, but make that call anyways, because if they are walking with God, they're going to be a friend, and they're going to help you. Secondly, I'd like to tell you or encourage you to find a group. 
And this can be very scary. And I admit it can feel a little cliche. Oh, I'm going to go find a women's group. But I am telling you, even if you meet just one girl out of there or a couple girls that you can really form a good bond with, they will help you so much. So if you have little ones, five and under, there is a fantastic organization called MOPS, which is Mothers of Preschoolers. The very first Bible study I ever did was with this group. Uh, They are national and they have chapters from one end of the country to the other. So look them up. They're a great resource. Now, if your kids are a little older, there are Bible studies everywhere near you. I guarantee it. So if you just go ahead and type into that Google search bar, Bible studies near me, I am sure that something will pop up that'll help you out. If you're dabbling into going going to church, rest assured, every church, every church under the sun will have some sort of a women's group. Um, If you're not comfortable with attending a church yet, your faith is not quite there, I understand. Uh, Look into online options. The church we attend here in Albuquerque is called Sagebrush. It's a fantastic church. It's a great church. Um, And it broadcasts all its sermons and has a very strong online community. Now, the reason why I say this is because if you can't find something near you, um, this particular church offers small groups Bible studies uh, to anyone, anywhere. And in fact, the uh, small group that I'm part of, the Bible study that I'm part of, it's a group of women and it is all done online. So I could be anywhere and be part of this. So um, if that's an, something that you're looking for and you just like to, you know, sit in on a few and see if it's right for you, um, Sagebrush Church is a great resource for that. The more involved you are in any group, the more you will get out of it. Um, I became a (laughs) part of a homeschool group that Vanessa facilitates this last year, which I never in a million years thought I would ever homeschool my child, but COVID does crazy things. It is a fantastic group, and I love these women. I never, never thought that life would bring me to a place like this, Um, but they were just fantastic. My daughter is also now going to a fantastic youth group as well. So I have seen what group and community can do even in a young life like hers. So she's going to a really good uh, youth group that we found through some people with our homeschool program. Now, if you can't find a group, you can always start your own. That's always a possibility too. So I hosted a Bible study this summer at my house. And we used the Truth-Filled Bible Study with Ruth Chow Simmons. Um, It is all online and in book form. It can kind of go together. And this group was just so good. Um, Us women, we were able to just sit there and we would go through parts of the text. And then we would just talk about life and how God is working within our lives and where we're at. And part of the reason why I even started this podcast is because these women and how strong they are and the inspiration that they've been to me. And so be a part of a group. It really, really will help you. Even if it's scary, even if you feel like that's not me, having other women together can just build you up so much. And lastly, maybe most importantly, you need to open your heart. And, um, I get it. (laughs) I was angry. I was frustrated. I had my heart totally closed and I was not in a place that was accepting of a whole lot for a long time. I was uh, angry at other people. I was angry at God for putting me where I was and why did I not have faith? So I get it. 
And little by little, you got to just open your heart and go where God is leading you. He's talking to you. Even when your heart is hard, he is still talking to you and he's leading you. So if you see an ad for a women's conference pop up on your feed, go where God is leading you and go. If you get a letter in the mail randomly, (laughs) just like I did, be a disciple of Jesus. Go talk to this person. If he is nudging you to listen and worship at a local Christian church around the corner, go for it. Try it out. Why not? What have you have to lose? If you see an ad for We the Kingdom, a great band coming to an event near you, ask a friend and go. Nothing can quite move you like good worship music where they are just jamming out. It's so fun. (laughs) Not something we grew up with, right? Uh, If he leads you to a podcast with a girl who has walked through the fire of leaving a community, well, I'm happy you're here. I say open your heart because when you do, great things happen. The verse I read you just a minute ago, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. That's 1 Thessalonians 5.11. This verse was sent to me this morning actually by a friend. Not somebody that I, I had always considered a friend, but I would have never made this friend if I hadn't opened my heart. She is a wonderful gal just absolutely fantastic. She invited me to a women's event at a church nearby, and that's not something that I would ever say okay to, but I decided this year, if God is pushing me, I'm just going to say okay. So we met a few other girls there, and we've created this little power circle in Jesus where we talk and we share verses almost every day. Not something I would have ever expected, and these aren't other women that I knew at all before this. It was just One of those just divine little awesome things that happened because I opened my heart and I went for it. Community. Don't be afraid to open up your heart, pretty girl. You are not alone. And here is your challenge today if you choose to accept it. Find someone to talk faith with. One person that you know that will bring you to a better place with Jesus today. And speaking of community, I would love to support you. That's the whole reason why I started this podcast in the first place is because I really want to build all of us up who have walked away from the church and are looking to continue to find faith and where we want to go with Jesus. So that is the whole reason why I am here. And at findingfaithabove.com, you can learn more about what opportunities are open to grow your faith. And speaking of faith... That is what we are going to be talking about in our next episode. We are going to be talking about faith and the surprising truth about those who walk away from the church and what that has meant for their faith. That's what we're going to be talking about next time. See you then. I cannot tell you how happy I am that you showed up today. Finding Faith Above was created out of my experiences with God's direction to help others find truth, identity, and faith after leaving the church. Check out the show notes to find out more on this episode and to find resources, art, and words to inspire and guide your faith journey. Visit FindingFaithAbove.com.